In this episode of The Full Nerd, is it finally safe to buy a GPU and CPU? Welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 58. I'm your host, Gordon Mong, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. Uh, also with us, but not in her chair, is Elaine Yee, because she is at the mercy of San Francisco Public Transportation, which, by the way, in the Bay Area, public transit is the worst in the world. I mean, it's ridiculous. I, the BART station, all of the escalators were broken. All of them. <laughs> and also, Adam Patrick Murray, who turned off the escalators. Is uh, no, we we really know what happened to Elena. You got mad at uh, at how we kept saying you were wrong last week in the half nerd, uh, and you you put her on a ban, right? Yeah, that's it. I, I well, it. I you know I, I understand it. that Elena was trying to catch the bus, but she was using her controller. <laughs> So she couldn't get on the bus because, you know, left, uh, left, up, right. I, I can't. And side note. It's slow uh, turning. <laughs> why? <laughs> Could you imagine, like, you're in, like, a game and you're running along and you see this player kind of, like, slow turning. <laughs> like, why are you uh -huh. acting like a tank? We need you in this game. I, I can't. I'm using a controller. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, side note, on, uh, on YouTube, Christopher Stevens says uh, that I did the intro better uh, in the in the last episode, I, I I did a better you than you did this week because you, you didn't yeah. mess it up. Did I, you mess it up no, three I, times? I, I I messed it up. We <laughs> both messed it up. That that was kind of the funny uh, part of it. Anyway, uh, and also Adam is a controller player. Again, yeah. I, I I mentioned this earlier. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I have played. Uh, I've challenged uh, Adam. Luis from our office, who's in our facilities, and Willis, a freelance video editor, uh, to a, a Gordon V3, <laughs> I like to call it, ass-kicking contest, uh -huh. where we will play a shooting game, uh -huh. and I will basically run around slaughtering them until they give up, uh -huh. realizing how bad controllers are versus keyboard. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and then you'll you'll install a modular power supply, or a non-modular power supply, and also... Uh, what was the other thing we made fun of you for? Uh, well, you I can't remember until you. Yeah, you will give up and go start like sorting out the modular power supply cables or making <laughs> I don't know <laughs> braids out of them. I, there's something I just it just uh, doesn't, doesn't work. Well, listen, Gordon, uh, we have a question in the chat. We have quite a few people asking: Should they buy this GPU? Should they buy that GPU? Oh uh, yes. Can you guys, uh, Brad? You know, can, can you help I, solve I think, the I think question? Before we dive into that, I think we forgot to mention oh. one other part of the show. What? Oh, the last thing. Uh, you have, I think, approximately forty-five minutes if you are listening to this live yeah, somewhere at in the there. moment. Sorry if you're listening to it not live and you haven't signed up to win this extremely rare second-gen Threadripper T-shirt. Given away at Taipei at the announcement for Threadripper 2, as everybody calls it. It is not second generation. And it is actually signed by Lisa Sue and Jim Anderson. This is just the most awesome nerd collectible you can think about. A tour shirt, as I've said, awesome. signed by Van Halen. Not tour. Uh, not, it? not, it's not tour. It's not ripped. It's it's a oh, tour. Yes, tour. Uh, tour T-shirt. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, yeah, people are signing up as we speak. Uh, like I said, I put the the link in the chat. Uh, so do that um, if you haven't yeah. done it. If you haven't done it already. And I think we're going to be giving away uh, that at the end. We're going to announce that in about forty five yeah, minutes. So, once somewhere it's over. in there, you know. Yeah. In the meantime, though, 
you're going to want to buy a GPU. Yeah. I mean, what what better thing to do to wait for the CPU shirt is to buy a GPU? What? Actually, you know. Or not. Yeah. Well, people are in the chatter saying hey, prices have never been better, Brad. Is it a good time? Prices have definitely been better before. <laughs> but they're as good as they have been this year right now. That's for sure. I, yeah. I, uh, go ahead, Brad. You go ahead. You go. Not ahead. is it awesomeness? Because I I did this yesterday. I, I went ahead and I you know I went to my favorite price tracker, Camel, Camel, Camel. They only do Amazon. They actually did a new egg at one point, but I guess that got pulled. And I looked at the prices of cards because it's like, and they're they're amazingly good, but they are certainly not the best. I mean, like uh, everybody's favorite, the ten sixty six gig mm-hmm. uh, average price is about three twenty five. Right? Yeah, I was looking. I was looking this morning on Newegg for the lowest prices for different ones, and I was the the most affordable ones. Aside from you know the rare one that's like mega deal for twenty four hours is this cheap. Uh, was starts around two ninety for a six gig ten sixty. Yeah. yeah, that's so. it, it's amazing though because we're <laughs> we're talking about how awesome it is. But the card we're in- entering month seven <laughs> of what? the great GPU crisis. Uh, well, it's over. I mean, the fever is over. The spike. Look, looking at all these charts, they go up and they just they climb from the moon, and now they're, we're getting back to almost normal. But what did the what did the ten sixty six gig come out at? Two sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Where really? So yeah, yeah. Wow. Huh. So, <laughs> so it's still everything. I was looking across the board. I went and I looked at every hundred dollar plus GPU this morning on Newegg from Radeon and Nvidia both, and they're all still selling for over the MSRP prices from these GPUs that launched two years ago. Yeah, Radeon much Jeez. more so still. You still, you know, the RX five seventy is. Uh, it's supposed to retail for 170, I believe, is the MSRP for the baseline model. But the cheapest one's still 240. Uh, Nvidia prices are looking a little bit better, a little bit closer to MSRP, uh, but they're still inflated compared to what they came out at two plus years ago. <laughs> but uh, wh- so why are Radeon's price here? What do you think is driving the the higher prices of that? I would not be surprised if people are still riding the mining train even though it's not as explosive as it was yeah. a lot of people are you know they use that hold acronym hold on and whatever so yeah. i think a lot of people are just still in on it do you think you could also speak to the supply of both vega and and um polaris parts i mean is it just fairly limited it could be i mean the supply chain it chain is complicated and murky who knows uh they've been making them they are available you can go buy them they just they just cost a lot i was we were looking you were looking at the camel 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 stuff and sharing it and the vega 64 that you popped up yeah remember vega 64 theoretically had a 500 msrp at launch and it's this one literally never came close to that in its lifetime like from day one through now so it's but the good news is the good news is I always say that the best time to replace your computer hardware is when you need to. If there's a reason to, like if your graphics card won't play Battlefield 1, let's say, flat out. So you want to get a GTX 1060. Earlier this year, if you had about 250 bucks to spend on a graphics card, you were screwed because GTX 1060s were $400. Oh. You couldn't do it. But now, even though prices are still inflated, Depending on Radeon versus GeForce, you can 
get in the ballpark of what these things are supposed to sell for, right? Right. And that's a good thing if you've been waiting. So, so if you had, say, uh, you know, a 660, um, that kind of vintage, is it time to look? I mean, those are, those are pretty elder, elderly parts at this point, so. Yeah. Yeah, that would be right and rough these days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the cool thing is we're starting to see sales on them, too. So if you pay attention, you, you know, if you're looking for a graphics card, if you go to Newegg every day, on PC World, we try to highlight some of the better deals that we find. You can find quick sales where these cards dip back below MSRP, certain models from certain vendors, 24 hours, 48 hours. So, you know, if you're paying attention, you can actually get a card for a reasonable price these days. On the Arc Sistech on uh, Twitch said the, he saw a deal for a 1066 gig for 220 um, there you go. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's hard to pass up. <laughs> Although, so I, I like I think a lot of people, you know, especially after there's just been huge price spikes, um, you have this pent up demand. Does it make sense to just rush out and get the first best deal, or does it make sense to like wait for prices to get a little better? Or because I think the fear to get in now is like you never know, like there could be some other stupid cryptocurrency thing that spikes everything back up. Yep. Uh, again, I think that really drives home to the heart of what I was saying, where upgrade if you need to, if you have a reason to. If you have, if you can't do what you want to do with your computer, I wouldn't necessarily wait to see if there's new graphics cards coming out from NVIDIA or Radeon anytime soon. At this point, if you can find what you need for a price you can afford, I would get it if you've been waiting out because prices have been double what they have been. Because I would be shocked if a new NVIDIA generation is uh, in the near-term future, I would be shocked if they're not more expensive than the GTX 10 series was at launch. Yeah, that's true, right? Because, I mean, that's the other <laughs> thing. Clearly, there have been a lot of rumors of new GeForce parts coming out. God knows when it's going to actually happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I imagine some people go, I want to wait for the next thing. But, yeah, you're right. It's not going to – you're not going to get whatever replaces the 1066 gig for 220 bucks. Nope. So if you're coming from even a 960, I mean, a 960 to a 1060 is a big step up, don't you think? I mean, that's a serious, especially if you're, if you're, you know, you have a newer monitor that's higher res or something and you're, you're playing, you know, more AAA titles that, that need it. One thing interesting I noted looking over Newegg this morning is that the lower price cards are priced higher over MSRP than the more expensive cards. So you can find a lot of GTX 1080s, which theoretically MSRP is $500. Yeah. You can find a bunch of those for 480 or 490 bucks. You can find a ton of GTX 1080 Ti's at MSRP. But it's when you get down to the 1060, you know, the RX 580, the GTX 1050 Ti that you you see like a $50 gap over what they should be. Really? What's yeah, a, it's the opposite of what it kind of started as. So. What's a 1050 Ti go for these days? $190, I believe I saw this morning, which isn't bad if you're looking. I mean, it's not going to, you know, deliver all the bells and whistles on Ultra, but that's that's still a pretty good gaming card. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, I'm thinking back, man, you know, a 1050 Ti three months ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> 250 bucks. Yeah, it made no sense. It made no sense. Uh, on YouTube, Cyberclue is saying they're personally waiting for the used market to flood uh, with all these uh, mining cards. Uh, is that an option? What, what do you What do you think about that? 
it is an option. I'm always I'm always leery about buying electronics secondhand. I know a lot of people swear by it and live by it, but unless I know where it's coming from, especially if there is the potential for it to have been ridden hard, yeah, I'm kind of leery of it. If you're going to do that, make sure you get a good deal. If, if the market does become flooded with used cards and you can get one for half the price of what you would pay normally, then, I mean, the risk is obviously less. Yeah. I'd also pay I'm very... Per- I'm personally... You're... I don't like electronics used. Yeah, you know, it's, it, there's certain things. Yeah, I, I guess I'm okay with some. Sometimes buying it used, if you get like a whole built machine, um, mm-hmm. I think at least you know it, it worked at one point or it must be working. But I kind of wonder though, like if, uh, and I haven't really paid too close a- attention to the warranties. But if some of the some of the vent some of the vendors used to let the warranties transfer to new owners, so. Huh. Yeah. Right, so if you can get a card from a company that you know does cover warranty from if it's been sold used, then that's then yeah, that's that's not much of a risk. But I know that in the wake of the first time that the Bitcoin craze kick came around, so what was that? The two ninety days, two ninety x. A lot of those awesome warranties went away because of how many cards hit the used market and got yeah. returned. So. Okay, that makes sense. So don't do it. And yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, I would more so buy a used CPU, um, rather yeah, than, than a used GPU because you know it's very nobody really has been running you know a consumer CPU twenty four seven at one hundred percent with a heavy load. A lot of those used those used crypto cards, they have just been they are probably all used up. Like mm-hmm. there have been plenty of stories anecdotal of course that <laughs> they only last three or four months and then kaput and then you're, you're out your money so smart miners p- probably tweaked it so that it ran cooler and overclocked the memory but a lot of people who got in on this weren't necessarily the smart first wave you know what i mean yeah they were the tail the tail riders the, the ones you see the news story about where you know, father of seven down the street buys eight GTX 1080s to pay his rent for a month or whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, friend of the, friend of the show, uh, Kyle Bennett from Hard OCP, uh, is here with us on YouTube and hey, he's saying uh, he would not buy a used GPU at this uh, point in time unless it's somebody that he knew. Yep. And still one to be good friends with, because you know how. Yeah, <laughs> <right. laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, you one thing I don't like to do, and a good example is I don't like to sell cars to, to friends or family because you know it always happens <laughs> I, it's like i yeah i'm sorry the radiator went out you know it's like i'm, I'm not going to cover it i you know i sold it to you and then you like As this is. <laughs> then you like you, you feel bad paper, man <laughs> oh hey man yeah it was great but you know uh, had a problem with the transmission oh that's yeah that's the used car sorry then you feel bad <laughs> i just you know you feel bad about that for used GPUs, I think it depends all on price too. Like if you can get a 1060 in a month used for a hundred bucks, as opposed to 200 bucks or whatever, eh, you might take a flyer on that if it's cheap enough. Yeah, but it has to be try worth to, a lot. Try to see it working before you buy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I could see like if you're getting new box retail card for 220 on some super great deal, versus 180 for a card of questionable you know, pass, yep. then I would 40 bucks for a card that, you know, has a full warranty. It's worth it. I, I don't, for me, I wouldn't do it for my particular needs. So unless of course you're buying it from your friend, <laughs> but um, in general, I try to avoid that got me thinking about it for used electronics. I think I try to avoid things with moving parts, like things like CPUs, SSDs. I don't mind so much, but hard drives, graphics cards, stuff like that. I'm more leery about. 
Yeah, hard drives especially, right? Because you don't know. Uh, <laughs> Just got to drop that. I, I got to wonder, though. So there's a lot of rumors of a huge supply of, you know, we've read, like, I don't know, some buildup of God knows how many GeForce cards piling up. For some reason. These visions of them piled up in a factory of, of you know, current cards. Those, there were all these stores earlier. Do you think that yep. could be driving these lower prices now? Or I, you, you would expect the prices to be even lower if there was, like, a warehouse of, of 1070 cards sitting around that they just wanted to get rid of? Uh, I think right now I wouldn't be surprised if they want to get rid of them. And that's why you're seeing some deals every now and again. But they still want to make as much money as possible. <laughs> so, you know... The, they're selling them at lower prices, but I wouldn't expect the floodgates to open with NVIDIA cards, especially because those t- haven't typically gone on sale as steeply as Radeon cards have in the past. They're kind of like Intel in that they kind of, you know, the pricing doesn't get to go down too, too much on those. I was just crazy because I was looking at Vega 56 and just one particular card it came out at thousand dollars <laughs> it's an msi vega 56 air boost 8 gig overclockable oh. and now it's down to 519 i mean that card right vega that's still 56? 119 dollars over msrp though what what the i i mean i don't understand why radeon cards are so expensive now i, I just don't get it especially vega which supposedly was not a everyone's first pick for uh, cryptocurrency so i don't get it still, still wasn't bad <laughs> yeah, even, no it wasn't bad but not when you made money no matter what but i just kind of wonder if there is a, a, a more supply of geforce and pretty tight supply of, of vega still we don't know we're just oh. guessing yep yep <laughs> what so uh would you say okay brad your expert opinion i'm rolling 970 card is it time for mm-hmm. me to upgrade? Uh, no, nine seventy still does great. Okay, so not so you think it would wouldn't be it wouldn't make sense to go out and buy a ten seventy at this point? Uh, I w- I wouldn't. It depends on the resolution and again whether or not you can play the games that you want to play. So that should be the number I mean, one. Yeah, because that had the three point five gig controversy. So if you're playing at fourteen forty p then memory constraints might be an issue at that right. point if you're trying to get the high textures. If you run into that, then yeah, go get a 1070. But if you're still playing at 1080p and the games you're playing are fine, I wouldn't I wouldn't even step foot because uh, 1070s are still selling for slightly over MSRP right okay. now. Because I, I just sort of think of the decision tree of a lot of people. They sort of go like, I've been riding this old card, prices are down, I just need to get aboard something new. Just to, because mm-hmm. the prices are down, and there's there's a fear that prices are going to go up again. That's usually the you know True. you want to hoard, right? I mean, for God's sake, I bought blue, two Bluetooth dongles just because they were cheap. <laughs> I don't know why, like they're going to go I've up got or like something. Seventy USB keys here for the same reason. I just wonder <laughs> if that if that logic makes sense for a video card. You know, it just it doesn't um, sound I think like it especially it. doesn't. That was a one generation example, nine seventy to ten seventy. I think in general you don't typically want to do that anyway. Right, although. The 1070, the 1000 series cards from NVIDIA uh, was a big step over 900 series. Uh, but if you have an older card, it, it again, it becomes a much more interesting decision. Is it still playing the games you want to play or should you go out and get an upgrade? You're no fun, Brad. You are no <laughs> not. That's why I heard you guys said the rumor episode while I was out. <laughs> I'm my just mother, saying, my you mother know? called me and told on you guys. <laughs> I would just, I just, sometimes, you know, you don't even, you don't even need, 
when you you got the money, it's and if you're you know a bad person like me, and the money's just burning <laughs> a hole in your pocket, you want to go out and buy it. They go want your permission to go buy a new video card right now, Brad. So it's like, well, Brad said it's time to get one. So no. <laughs> well, uh, you're saying wait till it's practically your current card is not of serviceable, and then start. To yeah. Start. Hey, I'm a you know, I'm a family man. I got kids. Graphics cards ain't cheap. When the things break, True. that's when I get a new one. <laughs> uh, Vignesh on YouTube is asking, uh, is the R9 Fury still good? Oh, wow. Um, I haven't formally tested it in a while, personally, um, because I haven't done as much graphics card testing this year as usual because there has been no new graphics <laughs> card. Uh, I wonder why. But uh, hanging out on the RMD forums, if you look around there, a lot of people are still happy with it. Um, they say it starts to show its age in some games and settings because of the four gigabytes of memory. But in general, it's still pretty good. Wait, hold up. Hold up. We have we have something happening here in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? What's happening? A wild here? Elena appears. Yeah. Uh-oh. Get, get <laughs> you your Pokeballs the, out. We got... <laughs> get She's here. Out? Hi, Elena. What? So what bus number is it? So we can complain on the Muni... Mini website six six six. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather not say. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like that is just like you know you have an abusive relationship with your bus driver when you don't even want to narc them out. Like you're right. You know what that that bus driver has power of life or death over you. Oh, it's not the same bus driver. Oh sure. You know, because you could see, like, if we went, it's like... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. You didn't grow up in San Francisco. So this is a really standard thing for San Francisco. And everyone who grew up will know what I'm saying. Where, um, So your your first bus, the bus you're thinking you're going to catch, doesn't come. And so you wait, and you wait, and you wait. And then the next three pass you by. Because everyone else was waiting and waiting and waiting alongside you. But they were smart, and they managed to, like, walk all the way back to, like, the starting point. Um, <laughs> or they are capable of that. So then the fourth bus comes by and you like try to squeeze yourself in there and you're like this pressed up against the glass. <laughs> and then you got to tell the guy next to you like, dude, you're tripping the sensor. Like the door's not going to close and we're not going to move unless you like squish in more. So you have to. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Christopher Steven on YouTube uh, was saying that you were actually out there signing up for the uh, Threadripper t-shirt. Yeah. Don't give it away. <laughs> <laughs> No, we have to give it away. What are you talking about? We have to give it away. No, don't give me away. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I just say I I just got to say because like I I was like I was this morning I was like we're just gonna go to the Muni website and complain about the bus bus driver, but then you know you're right because what'll happen is we'll complain. And the next time you're like waiting there, and the bus driver will just drive back and look at you, staring at you on the way. And then you know what? The bus driver will like, like you know, park halfway down the block, and you'll start running up. <laughs> Do not narc on your bus driver. They got too much power. Oh on man, you. I think I don't even remember a time when I actually ever knew the bus drivers that did my roots. Like even if I showed up at the same time well, every day, it was always somebody them. different. Oh really? I don't know them, but I do know. I mean, I hate to say nice. it, but it's Muni, dude. Everyone's always got a sick day. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we, we could talk. <laughs> well, although I could see it. So I'm last fact in the city of San Francisco, Muni bus drivers are allowed like 15 days to just not show up. And I don't mean like sick days or vacation. Brad, you've probably never heard mm-hmm. this, but no. they actually have in their contract. I'm not going to work today. Well, okay, are you going to call and let your boss know? No. What? what? 
No. That's an immediate firing any place I've ever worked. The, they have the right to just no. simply like not show it's, up. It's like a union, union? A union thing, yeah, I think. Probably. It, it's very strong And union. the thing is, is that, don't get me wrong, muni drivers have a lot to crap, a lot of crap they have to put up with. There are people who like... Literally. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to people like trying to beat them up or stab them or other things. So they got a rough job. Yeah. You know, see, I used to get, I used to get really angry to think that is just a ridiculous thing to like... What, why in the world would you have a policy where you could just like not show up for a week, two weeks <laughs> at a time? Like, <laughs> should we call the more? What, what, what happened to Johnson? <laughs> you know, nothing, nothing. You just like nothing. But I realized, though, because if you've ever driven in the city of San Francisco, if you drove a bus in the city of San Francisco, you would want to like if you didn't have that, like, I'm not showing up tomorrow, you would get out. You would just start like running Priuses over. Right. You would just like, that's it. I'm going for it. You just mash an accelerator. It'd be like speed. You'd be going down Market Street, running other cars over because you would like you would go nuts. Be like crazy here. No, we've really gone off the rails here. Yeah, I was. I was. I thought I was just gonna slip in quietly, like that time that Mark and I swapped out. How did you like? Oh yeah, the camera. What do you think about graphics cards, Elena? Is it is it safe? To buy a graphics card now? No, I don't. I still think the prices have yet to come down. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. Um, We know that. I'm just saying, though, like the quote unquote sale prices that are being advertised are the normal prices. So that tells me that we haven't completely seen a drop back to normal yet. Just so you know, uh, Elena uses a special part on Newegg and, and Amazon. So where you can bargain. Like you go like no two twenty nine no my offer is one fifty and a chicken. Well, how'd you get that feature? I found it. There's yeah, and a chicken. I I don't know though. I mean, I was like so you missed it. I was telling Brad like if you were running like a six six series card, oh that's a little harder. It's yeah. pretty old. But if you were like something a little closer, but if you say a nine seventy and uh, you have that fear, we just went through like feels like six months of hell, right? Six months of hell, you could not buy a graphics card. Yeah. And you just like you just want to get one because you're just afraid they're going to vanish again. We're right. going to have another spike, and you'll be like, oh, damn, I should have got that card when it was 230 or 250 I just no? don't. I just don't feel like we're in a spot where it's going to spike again unless you guys really think something's going to happen with cryptocurrency where everyone's going to just run out and buy them again. I don't think it's necessarily based on... R- r- rational decisions i mean people were paying <laughs> you're 16... asking me though, to base it off of my thinking <laughs> so. well i mean like sixteen hundred dollars for 1080 ti that's not rational right that's just well i will say though that camel 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 does have some weird price spikes in there so i wouldn't go i wouldn't trust that 100 percent to be accurate so because i think one of the charts you showed me and yep. um something highest recorded Amount was what five point two k. I was like, no way. Yeah, you can. I I didn't remove the extreme. You know what? It's weird because Sam people will list things on Amazon that are just stupidly overpriced. Yeah, of right? course. So because who knows? Maybe, maybe there's one sucker. Uh, Cyberclue on YouTube really wants me to ask you, Elena. Uh, would you purchase a used mined GPU for fifty percent below MSRP? Fifty percent? No, twenty five percent of the original price. Yes. Wait, fifty percent below MSRP? Yeah. So we're talking like what? Fifty percent off. Yeah, fifty percent off, but it, it's it was used for mining. Nah, I would only take that risk if it was like thirty percent of the original. Damn, MSRP. See? <laughs> damn, that's like she's bargaining right now. She <laughs> wants air for this card, man. Yeah. I'm just gonna... doing the risk analysis in my head, right? Because yeah. if that thing was mined hard, that means that it has a chance of failure. But yeah. if I get it dirt cheap, then I won't care that it dies early. But fifty percent. 
That actually lines up with what I was saying earlier, though, because we were doing a hypothetical discussions before you showed up, Elena, and I yeah. said if you can get a used 6 gigabyte GTX 1060 for like 100 bucks, then it might be worthwhile, which if you think about it, that's, you know, 30, 40 yeah. percent. I, I would push it as high as one. Oh, that's, no, because yeah. the thing is, is that you have to also think about hundred dollars if you get some good use out of it. That still kind of sucks, but all right. But yeah. once you get into one fifty, I think that's gonna hurt. Well, so, so right now, let's assume most ten sixty six gigs are two fifty, right? Two fifty to two eighty. Ten sixty six gigs start around two ninety. Yeah. So one fifty fifty percent. I I take that bet. I gotta wait, tell wait, you, wait. I would take that bet. Wait, Brad, is that that's not MSRP though? That's that's market, isn't it? That's what you'll actually pay for it. Right yeah, yeah. Now. We're right. talking about MSRP. Bucks. MSRP would be below that, right? Because like out- MSRP was two sixty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes! Are you talking one hundred and thirty bucks? I would take that deal. Mm-mm. Not if it's used, man. It's it's worth the risk. I think. I mean, I I definitely would have a problem of like, yeah, I got one hundred and thirty bucks. If this thing goes belly up, I'm basically stuck for six months with nothing. That's the different situation than like one one thirty. To me, that's a decent roll of the dice. Yeah, ever, ever, a, decent risk. a lot of people in the chat say, uh, yeah, you know, that they, they'd probably go for it. Yeah. Uh, to finish up the GPU stuff, because we, we've been running long oh. on that, uh, there there are plenty of people saying to now is not a good time to buy a video card. Why is that? Because the, the 1100 series is coming out. The one you have in your desk? <laughs> yeah, the one I have on my desk. I'm, I'm reviewing it right we're now. All, yeah, spoiler. It's in my phone. It's got the no, but we were talking about it earlier. So the, to summarize, the, we basically think it's it's not going to be cheaper. So whatever replaces the 1060 ain't going to be cheaper. Right? So. And you got to remember, the last few generations, at least, of NVIDIA launches, they've been hard to find and more expensive than MSRP for at least a few months after launch, mm. a month or two. And I would be shocked, like I said earlier, if... It's cheaper than the previous generation MSRP at launch, so I would doubt you'll be able to get your hands on one for a reasonable price, reasonable price anytime soon. Mm. Even if it does launch this month or next month or the month after. Yeah, and Brad's main argument is the trigger point for any upgrade should be: can you use the hardware that you have right now, rather than trying? Is it doing what you want to do? Yeah, yeah I totally agree with that. Okay, I mean, if you're happy with what your 660 or whatever it is you're running. Yeah. Why replace it? Yeah, it's true. I mean, if you're running a 660 and you're playing, you know, Dota, what the hell? Why, why spend World money? World of Warships. Throw money. World of Warships. I It might be tough. I'm sorry. Side note. Uh, we, had, uh, we had somebody in the YouTube comments from, I think it was last week's episode, uh, saying that uh, they didn't realize World oh, of Warships yeah. was a real thing. They thought you were just making it up. Like it was uh, a dad joke version yeah. of like a reference to World uh, like WoW, like yeah. actually, actual. World of Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. No, no. It's a, it's a real, uh, what are they called again? I think it's a MOBA. Is it? I forget. No, it's not definitely not. Mo- MOBA. Mo- mul- multiple online battle arena. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. I looked it up. It's a MOBA. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right. So do you uh, do you want to talk about CPUs? Yeah. Now? So here's the thing. So CPUs. I I gotta argue that it's a little different on CPUs. So uh, whereas the trigger point for doing an upgrade on a GPU, it, it really comes down to can you use it or not. Um, for games. For games. I think for CPU, that is very important. It's like, yeah, if your Atom is not working, I, I mean Atom CPU, not Atom, the <laughs> podcast producer. I'm not working. Atom's never working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, you want to upgrade. But I, I do think you never want to, it's unlike a graphics card, which is universal. I mean, you can use it 
What's <laughs> up? There was a window. <laughs> you found it? A, what? Oh, so I don't know if you missed it. Uh, oh, for our sorry, audio listeners, it. there was a little like pop up that just uh, appeared over Brad's no, face. No, right over his nose. It said US, insert USB flash. What? No, USB media detected. <laughs> Wait, was that your end or his end? No, it's our end. Oh, that's funny. It popped sorry, up on the I, screen. I, I missed it. I thought you were fixing it. <laughs> I, know, I didn't I, want to say anything. I didn't even but see it. But then Gordon stopped mid sentence. It's like, well, because it was like right here. It was like <laughs> on your nose. Okay. Um, Sorry, everyone. So, but I, a GPU is 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 universal. It's not it's not a, built around a platform. It's not built around memory. You could take, good lord, an ancient PCIe card and use it in today's card. So it's not it's not as sort of time uh, time to a chipset launch, especially when you look at Intel parts where you're kind of screwed. Like no one wants to be the last CPU in a socket. Generally, you you don't want to be like. Yeah, I got. It. I just bought a seventy seven hundred K, and the next week the eighty seven hundred K comes out, uh-huh. and there's no Ford Path, right? That you're just kind of screwed. That's. I think it's. It, you do have to pay a lot more attention to what's coming out and whether it's safe to buy or not. I think. Mm, I I don't necessarily agree. I think, for the large part, the same general practice applies. If you're doing, right. if it's doing what you're doing, then, you know, save the money and keep doing what you're doing, because like I had a thirty five seventy K forever. Right. And I didn't upgrade it because to, I upgraded my personal system to Ryzen. I didn't upgrade because uh, I needed more CPU power. I wound up upgrading because of those chipset things. Because like when I was trying to transfer media off of flash drives and external right. storage, it took forever. Uh, but that's still it not doing what I wanted for what I wanted it to do. Yeah, but I mean, all that is very much... So whereas I think with um, graphics cards, you can sort of ignore a lot of that other stuff you don't you don't care about chipsets you don't care about all the stuff you don't care about ddr5 with cps you do have to pay closer attention to it so like like again like the i think yeah i still run good lord i still run a sandy bridge system so um it kind of sucks on a lot of things in the but the chipset's serviceable uh, i mean we have uh you know we've, we've got some people in in the chat on youtube uh including many different things says that they're still using the overclock 20, uh 2500k right yeah. yeah right so so yeah same thing if it works for you and you know you don't have pcie 3 it doesn't matter that much for graphics right there's you only have two sata six ports thank you intel your <laughs> usb 3 is just simply horrible but it's a great part uh, right everything else around it um it's it's not a reason necessarily to upgrade but if you need to upgrade for the other reasons again so we still you still definitely i'm, I'm not saying ignore your actual needs but i'm saying you do have to pay closer attention so again you don't well in the case of a chipset for certain families you can actually just get a slightly newer used motherboard if you want to upgrade a little bit for a chipset yeah i just don't know if it's really worth it though you know well, it's interesting to hear this discussion just because one of the things that I follow on Reddit is the hardware swap subreddit. Um, and it's just fascinating to me how busy it is with activity. There are a lot of people who are still rocking like a 2500K. Yeah. And then they might go up to, you know, 3500K or they might switch out for a slightly newer motherboard. So they're, they're upgrading, but they're kind of still staying relatively within that same sphere because it's doing enough for them and they're just doing little baby steps because they don't want to make the full investment into that next jump, like huge jump. So they buy a used CPU and they buy the combo. They'll buy a used mm-hmm. motherboard. Sometimes it's just one or the other. Really? Wait. Well, I, would, I, I would still have my 3570K if it wasn't specific for the job that I do. 
because I would get USB keys with media movies and files and stuff on them, and to plug them in forever, to plug them in to transfer them over would take forever. So, I mean, the 3570K, all those are chips. If you're not plugging stuff in or streaming or doing fancy things, they still hold up great. Yeah, but so, yes, they do. They're great. I'm not saying you have to upgrade, but I'm saying you do have to pay closer attention, unlike GPUs. I think that's true. I honestly feel like both of you guys are saying the same thing, but just from different (laughs) angles. No, I'm serious, because... Brad is saying that you don't need to upgrade unless everything's work if everything's working for you as is, and you're saying just that there are more factors co- to consider, and it's easier to encounter a situation where you say, "Man, it's a great chip, but it's not doing what I need it to do because the chipset's too old, et cetera, et cetera." Right. So, but again, so what I what I'm saying is like, yeah, I I have a 3570K. I just got a job editing video at home. I need more cores. Um, then yes, that would be a reason to upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now's actually a great time in general, too, because chipsets are looking pretty good these days. NVMe's support's becoming more common. DDR4 is everywhere now. So if you're going to, if you haven't upgraded in a long time, now's a good time. I don't think there's going to be any imminent huge changes right. in the next year or two. I'm, I'm basically trying to artificially construct something just so I can show off some charts. <laughs> oh, I see. So, and of course, right, everybody keeps bring blocking me. Yeah. Wait, wait. So I do have a question before you show that chart. Did you really mean 2008 or you mean 2018? Oh, 2008. So oh, what oh, I, interesting. I right. actually, so I actually did homework. Actually, did homework. Nobody ever does. That. I never do homework. Show your math. I, I and I actually went out and I looked at. Well, let's, let's look at let's look at all Intel major desktop processor launches since two thousand and eight and when they come out. Uh, do we have the one by quarter, or you can also do by month? Uh, yeah, I've got either. What do you want? Uh, why don't we do by quarter? Because less granular probably makes a lot more sense. All right, one second. So I basically lumped in all of the major Intel launches. Although I did kind of double up for Skylake X. Um, but that's only one chip. These are all the major, um, you know, uh, uh, desktop processor launches for Intel since 2008. So over 10 years. And there we go. So what you're seeing basically in, in Q1 over the last 10 years, Intel launched four CPUs, Q2, 10 CPUs. So clearly middle of the middle of the year is where Intel has historically liked to launch chips. And then Q3 was five and then Q4 is four. So, uh, you know, and I think this probably indicates that, yeah, we're not going to, you know, there's a lot of thought that there's going to be some new parts. There might be, but uh, I think generally they like to launch in June. So we've already probably sort of for missed the back, that. To, back to school. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, there, I do think right now and in, in AMD, they tend to also like to launch CPUs early part of the year, April. So Ryzen, Ryzen 1, Ryzen 2 both came out in April. Threadripper uh, came out uh, last September, and it looks like Q4 for the new one, maybe, and as well. I think I said Q3. Is it Q3? So Q3, yeah, Q3 for Threadripper second gen, and then Intel has said uh, Q4 for uh, high-end HEDT, the 28-core part mystery Hmm. thing. So, I yeah, I I definitely think for desktop, for you know, four six core and lower, it's probably probably okay for both of them. Even eight core, I would say. Right now, to buy, you mean? Yeah, because I mean, like, I would say even like the twenty seven hundred X or whatever. Right now, or are you worried about that 
rumored Intel 8-core chip. Well, I think for AMD, I think, yeah, I think that we've seen all the AMD desktop parts for the year, probably. So I think it's mm-hmm. safe to buy a 2700X, you know, the, the, the 2 series. Uh, but I do think for high-end, you know, HEDT is like people like to call it these days, high-end desktop. I, I, I wouldn't buy right now. So it's not, it's not, it's safe to buy for desktop, right? For the most part, except there may be a new Intel, rumors of a new Intel part, uh, who knows. But I do think for a Threadripper, for uh, whatever the heck this new chip Intel 28 core part is, I wouldn't buy it because who knows how that's going to influence prices on those high-end parts. That's the main reason. I completely agree. I think standard consumers, people at home, gamers, cards are on the table right now. I mean, even the Intel, like the 8700K launched last fall, but all the mainstream motherboards only launched you know, a couple months ago. So I don't think they're going to be refreshing Coffee Lake anytime soon. I think for a consumer, all the cards are pretty much on the table for the year. And now if you're looking at a potential upgrade, now's a great time to buy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that, that's definitely something different from GPU is that, you know, when we're talking about CPU, we're also talking about the chipset, the boards. Right. You know, yeah, it's everything. Everything around that. So, Although, you know, that, that what's interesting is I think sort of with GPUs, we sort of expect prices to always get better. They haven't this last cycle, but <laughs> I will say historically... Uh, for CPUs, of course, it's been an Intel world. It hasn't historically been a, an AMD world. Um, prices for Intel CPUs never get better. <laughs> they sort of come out very high uh, because there's very limited supply. And then, you know, it takes a couple months for them to settle down. And then they just sort of sit there forever. I was looking at one chart. It just goes on for like two years at the same price on Amazon. Like the desert yeah. horizon. They stick to their prices because I remember even back when uh, AMD had their first real strong showing about what twelve years ago, th- yeah. fifteen years ago. Can't remember now. Um, Intel prices just kind of stuck where they were, even though you know they weren't doing so great relative to the Athlon parts. Yeah, I well, went with Athlon because the prices were better. Yeah, uh, but like even looking at a, I looked up a Core i seven seventy seven hundred K, basically came out at about three fifty. And January fourth, I think probably whatever it, the 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 numbers for it were uh, came out at three fifty, and basically at the end, even today, it's only about three hundred and fourteen bucks. So that's actually a little lower than I would expect it to be at you know general street price without any sales, right? Than it has historically because before it used to stick around like three thirty. Yeah, three thirty actually think, used to be the yeah price that they used to pick, but they sort of bumped up with newer chips. I wouldn't be surprised if the 7700K is a unique situation because it was dropping price to compete against all the Ryzen multi-core chips. Yeah, a little bit. And now the, the, now the six-core Coffee Lake chips. It's also the very last um, CPU that the highest-end CPU you could slot into a Z1, C, Z170 board, right? So mm-hmm. that was that whole Z170, you, Z270 really kind of screwed everybody. You pulled up the 6700K, too, and that was just... A flat line. And yeah, still it's insane. Fifty or whatever. It's actually, and this is the weird thing because you look at the price of a sixty-seven hundred K. It's three hundred and fourteen dollars today, or three three thirty-four for this one chip that I was tracking. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than a than a, a seventy-seven hundred K, which I got to say is, is it, a little weird. Is it this one a sixty-seven hundred? Yeah, look at that. What, what's up with this? A three. It, it basically it's it has not changed price in like it feels like two years. Hmm. So in, it hasn't. <laughs> well, I, I think I think that's a little weird about that. It's like who would buy that? Because if you're putting it into Z170, uh, hell, why not? Why not just 
but get a 7700 k why why would you get a 6700 k at this point so i don't know higher clocks from kb lake and you know i i to me it doesn't make any sense but i did notice one thing that in uh, i do like this do you have the 4770k <laughs> chart that's an insane chart one second and I, I just want to just because oh, no, you only gave me eighty seven hundred and twenty seven hundred. Yeah, you should, oh, you should totally see I, this. I, you got to see this, the chart. This I'm going to give this to Adam. Crazy. This is the best radio here. Send yeah, charts. We are slack over chart. So we are basically. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm I'm handing Adam this chart, and I looked at like okay, what happens <laughs> to older? What? Yeah, this is what you get for saying I was wrong. More charts. Ah <laughs> oh, no! Right, so <laughs> I'll never do it again. Forty-seven seventy K, right? So we're talking about fourth gen Haswell. Everybody's they love that CPU. Uh, it just kind of, it, and I have seen this historically going way back to the Pentium four, the Pentium three days, where you see the prices of new Intel box if box chips they go up. So basically this chart, yeah, so that blue line shows because what happened is at a certain point, you could no longer get um, Haswell parts on Amazon. So you couldn't get them from Amazon. It basically clocked out at 360 bucks. So you couldn't buy them. But the used, used, you could buy them, not used, but you could buy them brand new. Basically sitting on somebody's shelf, 440 bucks for, for a Haswell part. At the end. If you need it, you're going to pay it. Yeah, you get in the blue line. So the blue line basically shows $440 for a Haswell part. What's that new. red line? Yeah, the red line is used because I was like, well, used, right? Because who the hell? Okay, then there's a compelling reason to buy it used, but even that is just kind of still sucky. Uh, ha- used Haswell on Amazon was like $210. Wow. So, you know, there are people who do not want to buy used parts, right? There's just, they're not comfortable with rolling dice on $200 deal, right? So, but look, if you're stuck with an older motherboard, you got nothing else to do. But who, but who's going to buy a four hundred forty dollars CPU for that? I just don't get it. It'd still be if you're happy with it. It would still probably be cheaper than buying a new yeah uh, motherboard Z series motherboard and RAM. Yeah, because RAM's no Ugh, joke these RAM, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I just kind of like I'll pay four hundred and forty bucks and save two hundred dollars over upgrading my old system. <laughs> uh, yeah, you definitely yeah, because it'd be two hundred dollars in RAM, one hundred fifty on the motherboard, one hundred and twenty five, and then plus the CPU. That is a major price, you know. I, I and the, what does it really get you, you know? So it's, it's interesting. So I do think, but my general guidance is, yeah, if. You, there are no major launches. I think it's probably okay to buy a CPU, but still, again, as as Brad and I and Elaine have said, and Adam, you should definitely it should be use. You don't if you have a twenty seven hundred K and it's working great, why upgrade it, right? So very true. But I think it'd be fine to personally buy a part right now if you had to. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you All had right. to, of course. Yeah. I mean, if you have to. Yeah, kind of. If you have to, you have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it breaks, and sometimes you're like, oh, I really would like an M.2 NVMe drive. You're not going to get that in your crappy old Sandy Bridge. Oh, and also, hey, unless hey, you hey. know, not, but hey, also like to security too. Then there's also some security yeah. issues. Well, and and my uh, my stock cooler doesn't have RGB. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like, what am I <laughs> you could doing? Just buy one with RGB. No. I yeah. guess I could. Although speaking of Sandy Bridge and the uh, Spectre meltdown patches. If you're lucky enough to have an Intel board, you might be no, covered. No, 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 no. Not lucky enough to have an Intel board. You have to have the Intel board. Because <laughs> I went and looked around. They did not update for other boards. Really? 
I, not all of them. Wow. Even I really high end. did hit the jackpot. Well, you happen to basically have a motherboard. My theory is you have a motherboard being used by an agency of the U.S. government. I know. This is you saying. are going to give us this update or we'll never buy any of your stuff. I'm just okay. saying. I got lucky. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, but if you look at like sort of the enthusiasts, and Intel did make enthusiast focused chipsets uh, for those Sandy Bridge parts, they didn't get they didn't get uh, Spectre meltdown yeah, fixes. Sometimes going cheap works out. <laughs> yeah, you basically have a, a boring commercial board. So. Do that also has firewire support. I believe that's nice. the reason I got it. Really? Yeah. And security patches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, I want to see. Are we Two there? Most important things. Oh, hey. Yes, the giveaway the has timer. ended. Oh, uh, should we move on to announcing the winner? We Seems are. Like the let's right announce time. the winner here. All right. Uh, so, thank you everyone for entering uh, for this awesome giveaway. And uh, before I announce the winner, uh, I will say that we have some awesome giveaways kind of tucked away in our uh, our coat pocket uh, that we will be running in the future too. So this is just one of many. Yeah, one of many. The next one should be pretty cool too. Yeah. So I'm jealous. I wouldn't mind some of. I know some of the stuff we're giving away, and I personally want it, but I can't sign up. I'm jealous of you guys Just watching have your us. kids sign up. Does it say anything about <laughs> prohibiting kids? Do you have to be 13 or 18 to enter? Uh, 18. Oh. For this? Yeah, 18. In general, for our giveaways. Huh. Uh, yes, 18. Uh, U.S. and Canada minus Quebec. So, uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, Gordon, can I get a drum roll? Oh, well. I, Ready? Here we go. Elena's And the winner is... Marvin Zercher uh, from Ohio. That's oh. where I was born. Marvin Zercher. Congratulations, Marvin. You are the winner. Cool. Uh, Marvin, we will be emailing you uh, at your provided email address. Uh, this, everybody. So this we can send this. Uh, Marvin send this won this awesome second gen Ryzen Threadripper Heavy Metal Tour t-shirt signed by lisa sue and jim anderson this is awesome oh you know and the he, cool thing about it is if you look at the tour dates on the back that's yeah. actually the days that they're like going around yep. and showing the yeah gym. so we have computex e3 Sorry. gamescom packs packs australia and then they're showing it again at ces las vegas next year wow I'm not sure why I said the Las Vegas part. We don't know where it is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that was fun. Uh, once again, thanks and everyone for signing up. And you'll get the 7-Eleven bag from Taiwan. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's worth more, right? That, that is Gordon's signature addition to this. Yeah. Signature addition. <laughs> Gordon, you should sign the bag. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah I'll sign the bag. That'll be it. That's, I, I, I mean, I'm fine with signing the bag, which is <laughs> the part that, like, oh, Do this it. is so cool because I, I need something to pick up the dog poop in. And that'd, that'd be the proper <laughs> with Gordon's name on it. Yes. Oh, that's probably gonna happen. That's like a scene from a movie. Close up, you know, bag name, poop. Uh, what? Which movie? Any movie. I'm just saying. He's you know, just framing oh. for my new Netflix movie that I'm Got working it. on. We are. I am working on with Netflix. Uh, they're turning this into a show. I'm, I'm making that up, of course, because yeah. uh-huh. but Netflix will make anything. I think at this point, you could pitch them on anything. We should we really should pitch. Them yeah, pretty that. much. It's a show about nothing. Where it's a podcast. <laughs> we've convinced people to let us work and pretend we're working, and we do nothing but talk about nothing. Hey, that sounds fun. All right. So you know we've got. Oh wait, last question, right? No, we have. Let's. We've got like five minutes to do some questions. So chime in in the YouTube and Twitch and Facebook chat and at me, which is actually a lot easier. Just at PC World, so I can find the questions which we will be asking to you guys right now. 
in the meantime, I do have that other one from Ken. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's from let's Ken. Cover uh, that one. Ken Bethards. Hey, yeah. See, okay. one shot. Ken yeah. Bethards. Boom. Easy. Yeah. Say hi, Adam. Unless it's oh, Bethards. Yeah. A little salty. Uh, greeting, nerds. I'd like to know something about the 4K monitor mentioned in the Half Nerd episode. Did it support free sync or variable refresh rate over HDMI port? Because if it didn't, there was no benefit to what was claimed they witnessed oh. while playing on the One X, <gasps> making Adam and Elena both oh. wrong. wrong. Why am I reading this like Batman? <laughs> <laughs> the moral is never underestimate the power of suggestion. He, he sounds like Ken is assuming it, it was, he is correct that it wasn't working. Yeah. Oh, also when setting up a small battle? I don't understand that. Okay. But yeah, so did it, did it support uh, variable refresh rate over HDMI? So I just have one thing to say to that. <laughs> Child, please. I mean, seriously, guys, I'm not going to buy something if it's not going to work as advertised. So and here, she will return here, it. She will return it. So here's the, here's the way you know that I actually sprung for uh, free sync over HDMI because there are very few out there. And in general, if you're looking for a 4K free sync monitor these days, you can get a really good one, like a really nice one, IPS, not, nothing extra and fancy, for about 250 on on sale. This one cost me 350 oh. on sale. For some reason, not it doesn't even have HDR support. It doesn't have anything else. It just has that free sync over HDMI feature. So I paid almost $100 more. Actually, a little more than $100 more <laughs> so that I could play with all the devices that can support it in my house. Nice. And I'm cheap. And that free sync didn't cost anything. <laughs> I'm cheap. No. I would yeah, never spend that, that money. What's up with that? Why? I didn't have to. It's not exactly free there. <clears throat> but that, so FreeSync does has supported HDMI since the beginning, I believe, right? It wasn't not from the beginning, oh, but it's right. been a couple of years. Okay. Yeah, it's just not implemented much because most most of the time it's just over DisplayPort. Yeah, so it must be HDMI 2.0, whatever. D B. I suspect we'll see more monitors now that Xbox is supporting it. I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised. I would not be surprised to see more FreeSync HDMI monitors. I hope so, but there's actually a very small amount available in the marketplace right now. This is one of the very few available. Uh, I just don't don't know why. I wonder if they're just moving towards FreeSync 2 instead over HDMI. Yeah, but that's not free. Talk about that. We should talk about this on one of the shows. I have thoughts and things to say. It's not. I don't want to derail this more expensive. Well, (laughs) I would think most Xbox gamers play on their their, uh, televisions anyway. Right. So So it's... there's no free sync on TVs yet, as far as I know. There so, is actually free right sync before or free vacation. sync 2.0. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's not the same thing, but free sync 2.0 has free sync built into in it. it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So the free sync, I forget if it was 2.0 or, or normal now, but uh, Samsung TVs, a bunch of Samsung TVs from this year now have free sync support. So. Okay. The reason I ask is because usually if it's 2.0, it, there's a premium involved with it. There's It gets it's, a little more 2. expensive. 2.0 basically has HDR, and HDR, you're going to yeah. pay a bunch for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, why. Uh, that's why I said it. Well, uh, on this topic, Fragalot is asking, why would you need FreeSync for basically a TV that only gets 60 FPS at best? I mean, if you're playing on Xbox One, it's maximum 60 FPS, so... Still yeah. <laughs> That's maximum. Yeah. You ain't gonna be doing that all the time, so you need but that for the console there, graphics. Brad, are there any 4K monitors that are doing 120 or 144 hertz right uh, now? The G-Sync HDR ones are going to. There's one other one from a Korean brand that came out like a month ago. Okay, that's 144 hertz 4K. But in general, 60 is where you're at. Yeah, 4K. that's what I thought. 
You're kind of limited already. I, I would actually, and honestly, variable refresh rate technology like FreeSync and G-Sync work best when you're talking about lower frame rates because that's when you're going to see the smoothness difference more mm-hmm. than anywhere else. So yeah, does it make a difference? Um, like, if you notice, because I mean, definitely, it feels like I'm, you know, I know most kind of throwing shade, but consoles really 60 frames a second is not. It's never 60, right? It's always below that, so it must help, right? Especially with the the synced up. Um, so we didn't get to do a lot of testing with it because uh, we've been so busy with other projects. So we played a little bit, and that monitor is a little strange, to be honest. Like it wasn't recognized by the Xbox One as a 4K panel unless I had already turned on FreeSync on the panel, hmm. and so I couldn't actually test with it on or off, which is what I wanted <sighs> to do to get you know kind of a you know control versus with FreeSync on. So when we were playing Gears of War 4 on there, it looked really smooth. But at the same time, Gears of War 4 is not the same game as it was when Hayden first played it when it came out in the fall, when it was a lot choppier. They've been patching it. So I don't know how much of that, uh, the smoothness is attributed to the patching versus the actual FreeSync. But overall, it did look really smooth. I didn't see any screen tearing, not really much jaggies or anything like that. Hmm. So plus. All right. Uh, more questions? Uh, yeah. We got a question from the, the chat. Here we go. Uh, uh, Ho Wang on YouTube is asking, how old are you, Gordon? Oh, personal. Yep. You can ask. You know, I would answer that, but it would be a violation of our HR, HR yep. policy here. I think mm-hmm. we're not allowed to even talk about uh-huh. those kind of things. Uh-huh. I will say I did enjoy the music. <laughs> and actually, I, I'm really <laughs> bummed. I missed, I missed Sir Mix a lot. He played the county fair. And I was like, oh, I really. So if you can understand that reference, (laughs) you'll understand, you know. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't think Atlanta does. Yeah. So he doesn't know who that is. Well, no, I'm wondering when he ever actually played a county fair. Well, actually, that is actually the very sad thing is when I said, oh, my God, Sir Mix-a-Lot is playing the county fair? That's just like, it's just like, oh, really? You were just because you would think, you know, Sir Mix would be set for life. But I think a lot of, you know, performers do like to tour. They just like to tour. Oh, At yeah. county fairs. I, I, I mean, that's the, if you you can get what you can get, you know. That yeah, I guess a gig is sad. a gig, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a gig it economy. Makes me, makes me a little sad. <laughs> but yes, if you uh, recognize the Humpty, you, is, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> from oh, Berkeley, by the way. Oh, there we go. Uh, over on Twitch, uh, Enigmatastic says, uh, "Is anyone expecting Noctua to release a D16 with their new A series fans?" Got a fan question there. Anyone know? That'd be sweet. Fans? I haven't talked to him about it. <laughs> Those are, I'm not as into fans as I am other parts. Those are the, I, th- I believe, the new fans with the, yeah. the, they released all the charts with the wind resistance and stuff to show how much quieter it is. And stuff. Is that the one that has like a so, dark model or something like that? No, they know. just released mm. a bunch of different dark models, but I, I hope know. so. That'd be cool. <laughs> I am I just no impressed. Though. I'm just impressed by how far. You know, it's like hardware vendors, they always pick, like, one thing that everybody focuses on. Like, like the 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 innovation with fans for PCs are just, it's insane, right? Some of it's just marketing, but, like, the fans I saw at a Computex are like, wow. They're like, you know, triple blade kind of things, and they, they've really put just so much science has gone into these things. It's nuts. No, like, uh, when Noctua announced these, I, I'm hoping that I'm talking about the right fans, because, again, I don't know fan numbers off the top of my head as well as I do other parts. Uh, 
they legit like put out like a long like white paper style thing full of charts and airflow from like the chief marketing or technical officer or something <laughs> explaining all this stuff nice yeah uh all right yeah uh, here's a good one from uh Halstein jenkins on youtube any word on whether coffee lake refresh will work on z370 i'm sorry i wasn't paying attention I was reading another question. Sorry. Wait, 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 what's, what's the story? <laughs> Any word on whether Coffee Lake Refresh will work on Z370? Gosh, I don't know. You know, I would hope. I wouldn't bet on it I, just because it's it's always 50-50 with Intel. You would hope that, you know, so what you're referring to is a rumored a core Coffee Lake part that's supposed to come out, and you would hope it would work on existing Coffee Lake boards. I wouldn't. I would not put any money on that because with Intel, they really just they they have no problem saying here's a new here's a brand new chipset for a brand new CPU and yeah, it may it probably will work with 8700K, but I wouldn't necessarily bet that you could take whatever this chip is. There's rumors it's a Core i9 809900K or whatever it is. Yep. I I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on it. There's you know, there's just as much chance as it not working as it working because Intel, uh, I te- generally has in the past. Uh, you know, of course, the internet likes to think you know we screw you. They intentionally screw you. Actually, I'm gonna I take a couple minutes. I had a conversation with uh, an Intel person at Computex. I don't believe this is on background or you know off the record. But I, I was like, look, the internet thinks you intentionally screw people because you come out with Z370 that was incompatible with KB Lake. What's up with that? And I was like, I, I've long believed that it's because they're so conservative. They want to make sure everything works. And he was like, he was like, look, I know everybody thinks that we do this intentionally to make everybody angry, but we don't. We actually try to make everything work. But there was really a different there was a different pinout for 8700K than there was. For seventy seven hundred K, so there there was a change. It may not, it may have been fine, you know, ninety five percent of the time, but it's that five percent they're worried about. So they 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 yep. did tell me they honestly do not try to piss us all off intentionally. I mean, you, who believes that? I don't know, but you know, it's true. You don't have to be intentional to upset somebody. Well, I but you know, you could sort of like. I understand people are, have a right to be angry too because it's I'm not just, saying they don't. I'm just saying you don't have to be intentional to make someone oh, angry. I know, <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I, I really got to say there's it's a fifty fifty chance that it will not work in your your Z three seventy board. Yeah, I would hope though that they would have built Z three seventy because the whole thing with Z three seventy, the reason they changed it was because of the new pinouts and because of the new power requirements. Right. So I would hope that they would have had the forethought to plan for this eight core chip when they were building out z370 yes but I, like gordon i wouldn't put money on it yeah because you don't know i mean they could have been under pressure from rising at the time and i and i will say I, i'm going to go back to ancient history intel had a 925x chipset for the very very high-end pentium 4 800 megahertz frontside bus uh and then they came out with a Pentium 4 with a 1066 frontside bus did not work with the previous chipset, so they came out with the 925XE chipset and motherboards that worked with one CPU. So <laughs> it does happen. It's happened. <laughs> and AMD as well. The original FX51 was, you know, like a one-shot deal, right? FX51, FX53, that was it. Speaking of Intel, uh, Israel uh, on YouTube is asking, Will Jim Keller and Raja Kadori bring new life to Intel? 
you know, I, I think that was a big shakeup. You know, that is, that is a big shakeup for Intel's culture to bring up, bring in people that work for the competition. You know, and, and Raj and Jim Keller, I was surprised. They are like up there. If you look at the the list of executives, they are on the executive committee for Intel. So it's not like they hired them and stuck them in some room somewhere. They're they're up there. So they have real influence over Intel. And I imagine there there will actually be a change. You're not going to see it immediately, but I think there will be an impact from it. Uh, cool. Yeah, you don't bring in people like that for to not have them have an impact. <laughs> you would hope. Unless you want to take them off the market. That only works True. in states that allow anti-compete clauses, though. Right? Because, like, or contracts. Yeah. Right? Where Because then that's a strategic move, and you've taken the chess pieces off the board. But California, you can't limit workers like that. They can leave at any time. Yeah. Okay. So if you put them in a back room and say, yeah. we're not going to give you any projects, they can just say, hmm, sorry, I don't want to be here, and they can just go somewhere else. Yeah, they could. But, you know, you're in a, in a room, and you have a comfortable life, and, you know, you don't know. Then you realize it's all, you're in a fake, it's all faked. Everything you're working on doesn't even plug in anything. <laughs> you're like, how come I can't access internet mail for everybody else? We don't know. We don't know. It's, you know. You imagine, wouldn't that be just like cool? Cool or cruel? Well, I mean, like in a movie kind of way where, you know, you get, you get brought in, they, they hire you just to, to take you, your brains off the market from from helping competitors <laughs> and you think you're doing something, but you're, you're in a completely fake part of the company that does nothing hmm. like a shell company that doesn't do anything. And in the end they just kill everything. What's I swear to God, you know, that's already happened before. <laughs> Great movie. Hey, Netflix. Yeah. We expect there we script. go. Idea. Uh, all right. Couple questions. Uh, uh, T1 Murick on uh, Twitch is asking if ASRock launched RX 580 right now, doesn't it mean that AMD cards won't update in this year to the 600 lineup? I would be shocked if they did. Yeah. I said that when they uh, they rebranded the 500 series to the 500X series too a couple months ago. <laughs> it doesn't look like there's going to be new Radeon cards this year. Yeah, isn't the rumor like next year, early next year? I think that's the yeah, public they're... roadmap. It's not even a rumor, right? They're like saying... Yeah, they said 7 nanometer uh, Vega for workstation for this year. So, huh. But, you know, I got to say that does not preclude a 600 series card from AMD based on Polaris. <laughs> it, happened. it could happen, right? Uh, there's oh, nothing man. to stop that. There's no, nothing. there's nothing, but... The it's, the, it's the exact same as the RX 580 and 580X, but now it has the latest version of Adrenaline. Brad, partners ask for it. Partners yeah, ask for it. I just, the naming stuff, it's just like, come on, have some decency, y'all. And, you know, everybody does it. Everybody does it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Uh, Human psychology and all, but it's also, it's just very unfortunate. GTX 940? DDR version, anyone? <laughs> so. uh, and the last question is, uh, is a serious one. Oh, I have one more. Oh, well, why don't you do yours and we'll finish on. Okay, uh, uh, this is, I, and I want to get to it because it was emailed to us. Email. So I don't want to like leave these people out. It's from Scott Salisker. Uh, long time, first time, a uh, long time listener, first time. Uh, you've taught me a lot about PCs, but oh, World of Warships reference, yay. Oh, God. Real game. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for the show or would go insane if you ever did a build on this. Can I, and should I build my own NAS? I know Elena wants to answer this. Uh, I'm itching to build my first PC and recent GPU price spike meant I was stuck buying a brand name desktop when I needed a new machine this spring. Smart move. My Pi in the Sky NAS would have a small form factor like the pink one you recently built to fit into an IKEA Kallax wall unit. Send and forget backup and media storage capabilities for both Mac and PC. 
And in the living room, oh yeah, he needs. He's thinking maybe two drives, maybe four if he needs to. Yeah. Uh, in the living room, maybe could also possibly work as an HTPC, you know, box or gaming. I think he or said. gaming, and yeah. not on a not on a tight budget. Just want to get working with some cool parts and build a PC that could be fun to tinker with, but also useful. Linux A plus. I mean, I don't think that's a problem at all. Yeah. If you're building your own system. Oh, and sorry, the last thing is, would you build or just buy a Synology or an RPI? Any any opinions? Um, I'll take a first stab at it, but I think we all should chime in just so that you know, there's a wealth of opinions there. Um, so I actually looked up that IKEA wall unit just to get a sense of how much space there is in the single cubby. And it's I think it worked out to roughly like 13 by 15 by 13. So that's actually not a lot of space uh, if you're living in a warmer climate and, you know, ventilation is a priority for you. So if if you live somewhere that it just gets ungodly hot and you're worried about the lifespan of your system, um, it may be better to just get a pre-built NAS system, which tend to be very compact and you can, you know, actually get decent ventilation around it. Um, outside of that, I do think there's something to be said for building your own system because you can customize it any way that you want. Um, we were talking after work yesterday, and you were saying that you've had four different NAS units die on yeah. you. Yeah. And there's one downside to a NAS dying on you, which is they're usually the operating systems of those are usually based on Linux, but they're some kind of proprietary fork or, you know, variant. Yeah, good so luck. Good getting, luck. getting the data off of uh, a off the disks from a dead NAS unit can be just a little bit extra work. I've had people do it. Friends of mine have, you know, retrieved data. But if you're running instead, say, you know, a normal system, you know, like a regular PC, then data recovery should be a lot easier in that that in scenario. Yeah, you know, I agree with you because um, I and I swear to God, those they're still in my closet because I have not taken the the weeks to figure out how to unspool data from a RAID five proprietary Linux <laughs> yeah. ARM based OS. So no, I I I do think it's it's Synology is a great name. Uh, I've heard nothing but great things about them. I think it's a good idea, but I do like the idea of building your own and rolling a Linux. You know, there's plenty of you know Linux you know uh, NAS based OSs mm. you know, builds out there, and if you use off the shelf parts, something blows up. It's easy to get those off the shelf parts, mm -hmm. right? So that's a big plus. Yeah. The problem with all of the night, you know, three of them were Linux. One was a Windows Home server that was going out. And, you know, you just can't get the parts for those things. The fans go out for them, and it's hard. Yeah. They're not made to be serviceable. Yeah. Even though they are, they do get left on 24-7, they're not really using the parts that are meant to sit yeah. in somebody's, you know, desk, under a desk 24-7. I will say, degree I'm going to jump in real quick about yep. that. So if you build your own system, you can also put in as much cooling as you want. Yes. And the, how noisy, you can influence that as well. I have a NAS unit that I got and the fan itself is a standard size but it's inserted in such a way that I think I would actually have to take apart the whole freaking thing to actually replace it and that thing is shrill it drives me crazy so I don't know if I'll actually use that one it was this one was given to me and I was going to set it up for my parents now I'm rethinking that because it's <laughs> so loud my mom would just ask me like what is that no, but as you get older, your your hearing kind of goes at that high end frequency. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it's from listening to your kids be shrill. So like eventually, it's you just learn to ignore everything, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, it reverses. It goes from them ignoring you to Brad knows. 
So when you get older, you'll just ignore them. Huh? huh? <laughs> Slow down. I was talking to my mother, mother-in-law. Slow down. This is going down the street. Huh? Yeah. She's like, does it bother you? Well, yes, that's why I'm saying slow down. <laughs> I just want to chime in real quick and say at the end, he says he wants to get tinkering in a box. So if you want to get if that's one of the goals that you want to go in there and build a PC, I would recommend building your own version. I would recommend that over getting a NAS, NAS, whatever. Uh, the thing is that that uh, little pink box, the uh, Silverstone Sugo SG13, I, I have one right behind. And that thing only has space for, I think, one hundred two or three drives. Yeah, well, 2.5s, and then I think you can mount, yeah. you could mount one 3.5, which is where you get the big capacity. So yeah, so it has very limited storage options. So something that's small in a in a in a PC case that's not optimized to cram in as much data as possible like a NAS box is. So if you really need a lot of disks, then it makes sense to buy a dedicated NAS box. I think as opposed to uh, building your own. Sounds like you if just you're, wanted if you're two. looking for the small form factor. He said maybe two or or four, but you but the one thing you could do is. Uh, Silverstone does actually make a lot of sort of uh, cases. Go check out the Silverstone website. They actually have a bunch of cases that are designed to be, you know, roll your own NAS unit. And they actually have, you know, you know, drive, multiple drive bays, you know, uh, hot swap drive bays, all kinds of cool stuff. They, you know, they're pricier, but, you know, it's probably right. a better purpose. But they just Not might be big. a little too big for... Where he he might not ha- he might have to sacrifice on like one of these you know well, criteria. He which might is- not be able to use the Calex, but he might be able to use the Blurg, right? Because <laughs> everything in IKEA has got the Blurg. There's a U and an umlaut somewhere, right? I don't know why there's no umlaut on here. There should be an umlaut over the K the KA something. The A probably A. <laughs> Blurg. Oh, wait. Okay. Last question from Adam. Last question. Uh, serious one from CyberClue. Is there any new updates on NVIDIA's new NDA scheme to muzzle tech journalists, or are you guys already muzzled? We're not allowed to, if we did sign NDAs about anything, not necessarily this case, one of the terms is that is you're not allowed to talk about it. So if we did sign it, we couldn't tell you anyway. In general, uh, we're PC World. We're owned by a company called IDG. It's a big, huge corporate company. We wouldn't sign anything that we weren't comfortable with, uh, with having our lawyers, who are our actual full-time corporate lawyers, look over stuff and make sure that it's in everybody's interests and we're not screwed in any way. And everything would be uh, covered under attorney-client privilege, so we couldn't talk about it anyway. Although there's this yeah. great scene from Apocalypse Now. <laughs> No, I just <laughs> Willard goes in and they say, "Are we? Did you? you know, you're an assassin, Fifth Special Forces." And and then they said, "Did you not? Uh, did you not execute this? You know, tax collector, Quantry Province?" And Willard says, <clears throat> uh, "I've never. Uh, I'm unaware of any such operation, nor would I be uh, able to talk about it if such operation did in <laughs> fact exist." I thought that was a great scene from Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking about apocalypse now. <laughs> yeah. But in general, I've seen that printed on the web, and I think uh, the Fuhrer is kind of out of proportion, to be honest. If that Some of the interpretations I've seen of that letter that I've seen on the web seem to have been done by people who weren't lawyers and don't understand the lawyers speaking some of it. So 
that's where I'm going to leave it with that. I can't tell you whether or not we signed it. I wouldn't tell you whether or not we signed it, even if we didn't, because just in general, we don't talk about what NDAs we sign, don't sign, because then you can get information from that, too. <laughs> uh, there's also a great video that uh, Steve at Gamers Nexus did on this whole thing, right? Oh, yeah. That's, yep. that's, that's, yes. worth, that's worth a browse. He talks to an attorney um, about it. So he interviews a lawyer. Yep. Interviews a lawyer about it. So if you're interested in that topic, you should definitely watch that video. So cool. With that, let's wrap it up. Are we going to get out of here? Cause the air, that was a depressing last off. question, man. <laughs> like I can't talk about this. Even if I did or Sorry. didn't sign anything. Had to bring it up. <laughs> Apocalypse now was a great movie. It's like one yes. of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> nice. Check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, there will be fewer charts. Subscribe to us on iTunes. <laughs> Thank God. Please also review, leave a review on iTunes, and I will make fewer charts that you can don't have that you can't see. Also, you can listen to us on Google Play or Stitcher. Send questions and comments. Yes, we did just read them. Huh? And we did. At the Full Nerd at PCWorld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Brad Charkas. Adios. Elaine Yee. Bye, everyone. And Adam Patrick Murray will hit the kill switch. Congrats to Marvin for an awesome shirt. We'll uh, contact you later. Everyone else, have a good one. 